Live from Master Closet Studios, you're listening to the only podcast on the internet doing audio parkour. Parkour! <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that audio parkour? Yeah, yeah pretty much. Wait, you just then there's... Hey, it's the Noobs and the Hoobie, and my name's Austin, I'm the Hoobie, and these are my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And we're the Noobs. And this is the podcast that's introducing a whole new generation to Doctor Who, except that we're not this week because we're watching something else. I think you Smooth. messed that up. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're watching something else. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so none, uh, wait, uh, no, but Ooh. it's still the case. I had seen this before and y'all hadn't. So that is still the case. Okay. So whatever the, <laughs> good for you, whatever the, uh, Prince of Persia equivalent of a Whovian is. No one person. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, welcome to episode 189, covering Timey Wimey number 18, if you can believe it, Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time. This is the one where Jake Gyllenhaal does a bit of time travel, but mostly does parkour. <laughs> it was in all caps, so. Yeah, I hey, assume, you, you have to say it like that. I assumed that's how you wanted me I mean, to do it. That's yeah. how you say every parkour. time you say parkour. That's right. Parkour. Yeah. And then you jump into a refrigerator <laughs> box. Yeah. Oh, is that what it was? It a dumpster? I, think I was thinking so. it was like a, a an appliance box. Or Trip something. has not seen this scene. What are you talking? <laughs> oh wait, you haven't seen? Oh my gosh! It, you know what? It's the next episode. It is. If oh, I it is. Yeah, behind the yeah. paywall. Thanks, Peacock. We're Anyways, about the office, um, by the way. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> for those not in the know, hey, uh, so who's responsible for this? Which. <laughs> Tell takes, on a, takes on a different tone yeah. when it's this movie. Uh, the director was Mike Newell. Uh, he directed some Coronation Street, and he did Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Really? So he's apparently not well, American, I guess? I the know. only thing I remember about that movie is... There's a goblet? <laughs> no, there's the scene... And Harry what? Potter? There's the scene that people were clowning on, because in the book, it says that Gandalf <laughs> calmly approached Harry Potter... And in the movie, it is not calm at all. Sorry, I couldn't hear anything after you said Gandalf. Ga- <laughs> Gandalf? <laughs> Wait. You know who I am. All right, folks. Well, it was a good 189 episode good. run. We're done now. They're, they're going to take us off the air. Lost my, my nerd card. Did you say Gandalf? <laughs> I didn't mean it. You, you didn't even catch yourself. No, anyway. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm sorry. And I literally did tune it out. What is it in the book? It's It's what? He calmly Dumbledore approached. Dumbledore calmly approaches Harry Potter, and in the movie, it he is like anything but calm. <laughs> okay, that's like the weirdest thing. But you ruined it when you said um, Gandalf. Yeah, Gandalf instead of Dumbledore. <laughs> you, nerd card removed. I'm Anyways. sorry. Uh, the uh, screen story credit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's like you know you have a screenwriter, um, but this there's there's a credit here for screen story is given to Jordan Mechner, the creator of the original video game, none of which is reflected in this it, film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. None of which. Aside yeah. from the name. Uh, <laughs> correct. Yeah. Time and life. time travel, yeah. Um, so interestingly enough, like apropos of nothing except that the algorithm knows all, I came across a, a, a video. I, you know what it was? I came across a video um, that was, uh, I don't know, like the background of like how they developed some video game or another, whatever it was. And I watched that. And so because I watched that, another video that that same channel did talking about how they made Prince of Persia. And uh, it was really neat because this guy like goes into like all the details and like the, I mean, there were some elements of like 
coding problems and like how they had to how they had to like hijack memory like every little scrap of memory that was available on the Apple IIe which this game originally <laughs> premiered on or whatever um, maybe it wasn't the IIe but it was it was an old Apple and um, and so it was really neat like having that and I think it was literally this week as we were watching this movie I was like that's so bizarre so um, the the original game I I, I didn't really realize that there are there's like a whole series of video games that are basically nothing like the original one that are a little bit more like Assassin's Creed, apparently, oh. which is why you got that scene that oh, y'all yeah. mentioned. Y'all were like, holy crap, that's a, that's like a cut scene from Assassin's Creed. Um, because apparently they're the, the newer games, one of which is called the Sands of Time, uh, Prince of Persia, the Sands of Time. It was this whole other storyline. It's much more involved in everything. The original game was as you would imagine, fairly basic. Yeah. But it did have this, um, you know, push the button and use magic to rewind the clock, basically. So that's that's the basis of the video game as far as unique gameplay is that you could try and jump over the, you know, the the pit and, oops, I missed and I fell on the spikes. Well, that's okay. You just hit the rewind button and now you're back at the top. So that was kind of the idea there um, that the... I. I I was going to say that the movie then just took and just ran crazy with, but maybe the movie has more in common with the later games. I don't know. So uh, where do I know that guy from? Uh, the answer for this movie is Marvel. the MCU, because holy cow, you had uh, Nizam was played by Ben Kingsley, who um, was the fake Mandarin from both Iron Man 3 and, spoiler alert, Shang-Chi. He was my... Mm -hmm favorite character in shang chi i think both of yeah. those movies i mean he was great in iron man 3 he was like one of the only good characters in that movie i don't remember like the only thing i remember much. from that movie yeah um, yeah i remember that and uh and pepper almost going nuclear like that's, that's oh, basically yeah. what i remember, I remember that yeah yeah exactly so uh yeah he he's uh I, when when he got name checked in Shang-Chi, I was like, oh, that was a neat callback. That was that was cool. That's that's what you can do when you've been making movies in the same universe for 15 years or whatever. Um, you can have interesting little callbacks like that. And then, and he, then like he shows character. up as a character. And again, so again, you know, sorry if it's, I don't think it's a spoiler to say that there's a character in this movie. But remember when we find out that the Mandarin in Iron Man 3 is a fake? And he's this British actor. Imagine getting to know that character. <laughs> and that's what you get in Shang-Chi. Yeah. And it's brilliant. Because he's what I love is that he's not completely incompetent in this in, in, in Shang-Chi. Mm -hmm. Though still insane. Oh really yeah, insane. Completely bonkers. And I mean, yeah. which makes him to me an even better character. Like the fact that he is so weird. But then <laughs> capable? Yeah. Not and by the way, not like superhero capable. Like you know no, what? Like man in the what was it? Man in the chair? What? Uh Spider-Man's sidekick guy? Guy in the chair. Guy. Is that what he's called? The I guy think, in the chair? Yeah. yeah. That's who he is in this movie. He's he's the guy in the chair. He's he's like the you know, the, the guy that knows how to run things but can't, you know, Do uh, fly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's what I loved about him. Anywho. Um Dastan? Da Dastan? Dastan? I can't remember now. It's been four days. Dastan? Daston, um, who cares? I, I would pronounce him Daston. No. He's 
one jumps like Death <laughs> yeah. Stan, does parkour Oof. like Death Stan. Um, played by Jake Gyllenhaal, who was, of course, Mysterio. Mysterio. Um, Sheik Amar, Sheik Amar, uh, depending on if you uh, remember wrestling in the 80s or if you pronounce the word properly, uh, was played by Alfred Molina, Doc Ock. So we are now three really? three on MCU villains. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, fantastic. So um, the IMDb noted that none of the actors were Persian. Wow. To which I well say, done. I go, okay, hang on. None, none, or none of the main speaking characters? Because well. I mean, like, does that mean like literally like none of the background actors or anybody, which Tollywood probably, yeah. probably not like, Hey, you're brownish. You can probably <laughs> be whatever ethnicity you decide you are. Yeah. Um, which is only, uh, slightly less horrible than we can put brown makeup on you, white lady and make you a yeah. Persian prince, uh, princess. Um, <laughs> whoops. Yeah. We can, we can give Jake Gyllenhaal long hair and say he's Persian. Persian. Um, yeah. And uh, why, I, I, I didn't put her name because I, I didn't see any other stuff that she did that, that I connected with. But the, the princess, um, when, when she first appeared on screen, I thought, oh, maybe. Because as I was watching it, I was going, I wonder if there are any actual Persian people in this movie. And I saw her and I was like, oh, she's maybe not white. And then you look at her IMDb and she's like, oh. porcelain. Coast. <laughs> I mean, like, holy cow. There was a lot of makeup on her for sure. There was a lot. But they, like, they, like, they didn't do that to Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, white. I don't know. Um, she wasn't even Persian. Oh, she yeah. Was, she was oh, the character wasn't else. Yeah. Yeah. What was... what? Uh, there was... Not so subtle racism towards oh, Persians yeah, she's like, from her character. <laughs> not so, yeah, that's true. Persian scum. Yeah, she was, yeah, she was kind of slim. But I mean, definitely. I kept thinking, I kept thinking throughout the movie, I was like, surely, nope. IMDb no, says no. none of them were. And then, like, went through and like listed like what everybody's background was and everything. And wow. um, but again, it, it it listed a lot of the main characters, but like everybody, everybody, mm. it does make me wonder. It does does kind of maybe make there's me a couple side characters that happen to be. Uh, I'm sure it was entirely accidental. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't cast. No, no one that. Hollywood, yeah. Uh, miscellaneous trivia. Now, this was supposed to kick off a trilogy because uh, this was kind of, uh, oh gosh, now I can't remember the exact timeline, but this was post Pirates of the Caribbean, which launched, mm-hmm. unfortunately, uh, a long series of movies. Um, unfortunately. I mean, the first movie stands movie, alone yeah completely 100% on its own. You don't have to do anything else. And you can go, oh, look, in the end, they're going to keep having adventures that we don't have to know about. Um, It's better if we don't see. (laughs) Yes. Um, And then the second movie was like, okay, this might be going somewhere until you get to the third movie and you go, I don't don't like movies anymore. Um, (laughs) And then they said, you know what would be better, guys? A fourth and a fifth. So um, at any rate, this was supposed to kick off a trilogy because, again, Pirates had, I don't know how many of the Pirates movies had come out, um, but uh, I was i was actually shocked to, to learn that this was a Disney movie. I, I didn't realize that until we were actually like, hey, where is it? Oh, it's on Disney because it, you know, uh, it, it's owned by them. Um, but because it only did about $336 million with a $200 million budget, Meaning mm. that, you know, they netted 336, kind of. Yeah, no. Because that didn't really, like, 
the $200 million budget was like the cost to get it made, not like all the distribution rights and bonuses and like whatever else. So I think if I remember correctly, I think this lost money. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, how is netting a hundred and, 36 like well first of all flop first of all netting 136 on a 200 million dollar investment is not great by hollywood standards it's not like bad it's not going to ruin a career but they're not going to give you a sequel Mm -hmm. they're going to give you sequels when you're doing like billion dollar worldwide distribution and all this kind of stuff um which by the way spider-man uh no way home cracked recently Really? Hit a, hit a billion dollars worldwide. That's yeah. not that I can understand surprising. why. Uh, yeah. What was the budget on that movie, though? <laughs> Half a billion. Uh, one gazillion dollars, because <laughs> holy cow, man. Anyways. Poured money into that thing, for um, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the licensing deals alone. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. uh, shortly after this movie was... So, okay, all right. So because of the 336 on a $200 million uh, budget, the project was delayed. So it was kind of like, you know, there was obviously no enthusiasm to like run mm-hmm. out and do it, but maybe they were going to see how does it do on video? And, you know, over time, sometimes movies like gain steam, like after they leave theaters and, and maybe you can drum up some support and that kind of thing. But shortly after its release, Gyllenhaal publicly expressed regret <laughs> for being in the movie. Wow. Regret. Regret. That is hard. Want, I wish I had never been in this pretty much killed any hopes of a sequel. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I kept reading the same quote uh, referenced uh, time and time again where he said something about, I learned a lot, like spending time figuring out which roles you want to do. (laughs) So I guess he just was like, oh, it's a a Disney movie with a a big budget? Yeah, I'm in. And then he's like, eh, lesson learned. Lesson learned. So. Uh, so again, this is one of those times where spoiler alert about how I felt about this movie. Uh, you know, as we said, uh, Dan Pavenmeyer, you know, crapped all over this movie yeah. and apparently it's a flop crapped, uh-huh. financially Pond in box Biden. office. And what did you say the rating was on IMDb? 6.6. 6. 6. 6. 6. I said that was high for IMDb though. Yeah. But everybody's, you know, like gives it all these horrible, uh, reviews and scores and everything. And I was like, I mean... Well, was it terrible? I can't imagine going. I I wish I hadn't done this movie because you know yeah. he got you know he got paid. Mm-hmm. They had a two hundred million dollar budget. That dude made, and he was the lead actor. I'm sure he got Ooh. you know thirty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. See, this is what I don't understand. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, uh, so random stuff we noticed. Hey, was that Scorpion's weapon? It was definitely <laughs> yeah. That, that dude weapon. just like something was like you know like get over here yeah flinging that stuff around. <laughs> um, and CGI snakes suck. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was a two hundred million dollar budget. <laughs> they spent one million on that snake. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, c- CGI animals are Normally hard to do. <laughs> the only thing worse is probably people, like doing CGI yeah. people. And there oh, were some yeah. CGI people in this movie too. Like, really? There were some scenes where, like, you know, somebody was getting flung off of a tower. Oh or whatever, yeah, yeah CGI. Sure. Like the worst thing is like when you have like real actor who in you know from one one uh um uh frame to the next becomes cgi as he flings yeah. off into the distance or whatever and, and tell yeah you got some of that stuff in here so this one this one was one that uh some of the cgi showed its age it's not it's not that it was bad it was just it was of its time you know mm-hmm. um 
Any other any other uh, random stuff before we jump into the time travel details? Corbin, you have your 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 thing later. Yeah, I think that your can we talk about is later. Semi. Uh, so let's get on into the time travel details then. Uh, so the method was the time knife. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. We immediately went into that from the good place. Uh, if you haven't seen the if you haven't seen the good place, you must. Not just a lot go, of time travel. Just no. No, nah, hardly any. No, um, but hardly any. Well, but but go onto YouTube and just search for the Good Place Time, time. Knife, and you're welcome. Yeah, um, or just watch. Or the more importantly, yeah. stop listening to this podcast and, and go, go to Hulu watch it right and go now. watch it all right now. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I was joking with Trip the other day, Corbin. I was like, "All right, Trip, are you ready for our annual viewing of the Good Place? <laughs> this time, we'll bring Braden along." You know, like. Um, I cannot say enough good things. I feel that. like dad is slowly working towards a world where he, he gathers like a certain selection of shows and movies going? he really likes. Where is this and going? And just watches. And just them. only watches that? Home every year. I mean, you you're like <laughs> each one of them. Star Trek is good again. <laughs> wait, we wait, have all wait, of our wait, Christmas wait, movies. Hang on, you have a New Year's movie. You have all your Christmas movies. You just said annual watching of The Good Place. You watch Star Trek. Lord kind of the Rings. Of like, Lord of the Rings. Whoa. Whoa. What, what, what? I just rewatched it for the first time. Oh, right. What are you talking about? Lord of the Rings? Kind of thought you've rewatched that a couple times. That's maybe my fourth time watching the whole series since it came out. That's you way more. And we just so hit the 20th anniversary. Movies. Huh? I said you know that's so much more than most people watch. Four times is way more than you ever need to <laughs> watch that. Well, it was also my first time watching the the full length cut. This is what it just keeps getting longer. It Eventually does. you're going to have a selection of shows that'll last you through the it whole does. year. I spent a good 2 months watching uh, watching all that. And I just started the Hobbits uh oh. Hobbit movies. So, which I which I have never seen. I watched I think I watched the first movie. I don't even know if I finished it, and I never got to the other two. So I'm, I'm officially terrible watching those. And um, yeah, so anyways, um, Corbin said that the time knife looked like the most important thing in the world when <laughs> when it first yeah. appears on screen. Oh, so that's definitely like the most. It was it was thing. well yeah. done. It was well that, done. That was very. It was like shiny sacred blade. object. There's just no thought. way of hiding that. Oh yeah, yeah. Someone was trying to convince someone that it was not important at all. Oh, right. like, like it doesn't look, look at that thing. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was like, oh no, it's, it's nothing of consequence or whatever. Yeah, and Corbin's like, like, look at uh, that thing. <laughs> except it looks like the most important thing in the world. It's like, yes, this is what a mystical artifact should in fact look like. Yeah. The only thing that was missing would be like some some gold filigree on the blade itself. But, yeah. And then a glowing aura <laughs> around it. Yeah, yes, at all times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just a slight hum in the background. Yeah. <laughs> when you pull it out of the sheath, it just goes, Sing. yeah, every single time. Yeah. That's my favorite trope. Anytime somebody moves a sword in a movie, <laughs> you hear like a slight, either, like, either ching or, you know. It's yeah, like, it's like, what is? <laughs> yeah, it's like he literally lowered it. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the time travel rules uh, you can go back and alter events but and no one wait hang on let me rephrase that I said but it should be and you can go back and alter events and no one would know the difference they literally said that yeah. on screen mm -hmm. so the you know we always ask the question can you change the past and this one uh, that's the whole point that's yeah. kind of the answer that's, that's why you the idea <laughs> the dagger only holds a minute worth of sand Th that and was that, two minutes was it one minute 
No, it was, no, it, was one it was one minute of sand. Really? I thought it was two minutes. No, nope. one minute, and that kind of uh, you know that comes directly from not kind of directly from the video game. Oh. So the idea in the video game of being able to hit the rewind button, well, if you can do that forever, then why are you playing the video game? You know, like you got <laughs> infinite chances here. So you would have like a little meter, and when you would hit the button and hold it down, that meter would begin to drop. So like. My example earlier, you know, you're trying to jump over the, the spike pit and you don't make it. Well, you better hit that button long before you hit the ground, because if you spend a full 15 seconds pulling yourself back up onto the ledge or whatever, you know, so you had to kind of like use it sparingly. I think there might have been power ups throughout the game where you could like get a potion and, and it would like refill it or something like that. But so that I, I, I loved that they brought that game mechanic into a movie. That's that's great. Um, let's see, but the glass of the sands of time holds more and you can go back as far as you like. All right. This is where Except. the rules got a little more <laughs> fuzzy. We can and remember what they established. The sandstorm that was supposed to destroy the world was swept up into the sand glass. So that's why the, 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 and if you plug the knife into it and press it, it's releases so, the sands. So you can go supposedly. back infinitely. Right. But it also releases the sands and destroys everything. Right. But <laughs> if you stop but. it before the world is completely destroyed by the sands of time, then, then you're all totally of that is fine. undone because you're, you're gone. Totally back in fine. Time. Basically, if he had gone oh, back, is that that's what they seem to establish when things started reversing the destruction, and suddenly he's back in the past. Yeah. See, that's what I didn't. It get. didn't make sense. So it as long as you sense. go back. All right, so did they follow their own rules? Um, We'd like to talk about things (laughs) they got right, things they got wrong, paradoxes. So things they got right, I I wrote this note. How did you know I'd press the button? Uh, So so Dastan kills himself uh, so that his brother would be, I don't know, like forced to to push the button or whatever. Yeah. He says, how did you know I'd press the button? He says, because we're brothers. And he goes, and then I wrote, yeah, but how'd you know he'd press it within a minute? (laughs) because what it's like he he comes up with a plan which we don't see this all Uh happens you know internally or off screen or something he comes up with a plan i'm going to kill myself to convince my brother that i'm not crazy (laughs) and that this knife actually does make you travel through time so again you're first of all the plane goes off beautifully without a hitch because you have a 60 second window Okay, Trip, <laughs> let me ask you a question. <laughs> you haven't seen Corbin in a little while. Yeah. <laughs> he walks in the room. It says, this is a magic knife. <laughs> it makes you travel through time. Just press this here. button. Trust me. Yeah. Here, watch. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you going to spend at least 60 seconds going, somebody call 911? <laughs> Yeah, what is happening? Right Don't now? die on me. What's wrong? Why did you do this? I'm so sad <laughs> now about my brother. Before you ever think to hit I the button. I would never think to hit the button. <laughs> <laughs> why would I hit the button? <laughs> You'd be in shock, right? I'd be um, why yeah. would you hit the button? Yeah, so he hits he manages to, you know, hit the button, and then of course now he, you know, he realizes the truth and whatever. And I just like, man, what a risk. Because I mean, yes, there's literally is a reset button, but if it doesn't get hit in time, you're toast and you're toast for good, like for real. Um, I did think it was interesting that, um, you know, he, 
the, the, the brother goes back. And then of course, consistent with the rules, Dasan doesn't yeah. remember it. And almost kills So he gets ready to stab himself and his brother's like, wait, Whoa, you just died in my arms that. a moment ago. And he's like, oh, thank goodness you pushed the button. <laughs> I can't, oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, thank goodness geez, you know what it wasn't of? a second ahead there's and I'd a, already stabbed myself. Oh, there, right? There's a little element of, um, oh, no, I, I don't know if I want to be in spoilers on that. Hey, but, if you haven't seen The Prestige, jump ahead about 30 seconds. I haven't seen The, the Man on Stage versus The Man have. in the Box. Huh? Oh, sure. yeah. The Man on Stage versus The Man movie. on the Box. Mm-hmm. Dastan was like, okay, am I the guy the first time around or the second time around? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Hey, welcome back. If you haven't seen The Prestige, welcome back. Welcome back. It's safe now. Uh, so paradoxes. I kind of put this out of order and I don't 100% remember why. Yeah, anyways. Paradoxes. Um, you can go back before you are even holding the dagger. Did, did that bother anybody else? In the scene that we were just talking about where the brother went back in time to where Dasan was still holding the knife, his like spectral version was holding the knife, but then when he was yeah. like back into his body, Dastan was holding the knife. Well, I mean, that is how that would work. Why? Like, I guess, but like... Because it's reversing time. I mean, it almost seems to me like the way it should work is if you're holding the knife and you hit the button, you can rewind to where you are no longer holding the knife. Yeah. The thing is, it's a I little guess, weird. When I don't know. It's weird this, in, like, either way. They do like this ethereal Wait. plane thing and they're outside of their own body. So does it kind of like made of burning sand is what it looked yeah. like. Yeah. Uh, Wait, which so was a when, effect. at the very end when he stabs into the hourglass and he goes back to when he first picked up the knife, is he uh-huh. the same age that he was when he stabbed into the glass or is he younger? Right. <laughs> I mean, presumably they weren't thinking that far it's ahead. just his, his, his mind. Yeah. Going so, back in time. So yeah. Mental, mental time. What, what, oh gosh. What, was there some other, wasn't there some other movie where we talked about this? Where when you, when you travel back in time, it's just your mind going back. It's not your body. Um, maybe I can't. No, yeah. I don't remember that. my head. Anywho. Right. So, um, <laughs> we all just kind of like took a breath there. Things they got wrong. So, okay. So Corbin, I guess you kind of answered this. I said, why did he go back all the way? The implication is because they say you plug it into the thing, you can wind back as far as you want. But the knife has an infinite supply of sand running through it. It didn't show him how far back he went though. Like it didn't do the disappearing, like, like. Yeah, you could the see, you like, yeah, oh, you could see Tom winding yeah, back. Beca- so which, he didn't know when to stop Because we it. couldn't do that. Which made so, it incredibly convenient that he landed at, at that like, such moment. a crucial time. moment yeah. in time. Yeah, see, that's the thing. The time is, where he could have done the most to prevent all of the events so of there, the movie. Mm-hmm. There, are, um, there are a couple of time travel stories that I have, uh, that I've read or seen where the premise is... <coughs> Time travel is possible uh, because of some machine, but it can only travel to like the machine is 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 on both ends of the travel. So unlike the DeLorean, where you ride the DeLorean into the past, this is more like you get into a machine and come out of the machine in the past. So the only way to time travel you can never go back further than the invention of the machine. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. There's a couple. Uh, 
the the end of eternity by Asimov mm-hmm. is based off of that idea. Yeah. The, the time travel thing. Sort of. Huh? Sort of. Yeah. They break that rule. Um, oh. And, and there's a couple other, uh, primer is a time travel movie that, uh, we may or may not cover, uh, as a time. Noemi. I've kind of got it on the list with a question mark. Um, that has a similar premise where you, you get into a box and then you, you wait a certain amount of time. And when you come out of the box, you're in the past. So you can never go back before the box. And it's kind of like it. I almost thought we were going to have some kind of mechanic like that, where if you stab the, the, the sand glass and twist it counterclockwise or whatever, you go back to the moment you first encountered the knife. Cause that's, that's basically what happens, right? Yeah. He goes back to when he first picked up the knife for the first time, right? But if you think about well, it, he went back way? to where it was laying on the ground and then he picked it up. Which is when he picked yeah. it up. Which yeah. is when he first that's, picked yeah. it up. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, like the knife is the machine that you uh-huh. travel uh-huh. in, he's not in it, but. Yeah. In all those movies, they're traveling back in time, but it doesn't, they can't like, it doesn't stop to, at the point before they got in. I don't know if I worded that right. Nope. You're saying what? like, oh, it, it seems weird that you can no, go no, back to do before it with you a stupid had voice. the knife. Go ahead. <laughs> I was like, why are you coming at me so hard? Because <laughs> you're like, <laughs> what are you saying? I just, I'm saying. You find it weird that he can go back to before he had the knife. But if we imagine the no, knife is like no, 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 no. a vessel of no, time no, no. I'm, I'm saying he, what I'm saying is, I know technically as Tripp is saying, he came back to the moment just before he picked up the knife. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm quibbling about. What I'm saying is, I thought both the first time we watched it, uh, I, the first time I watched it, and this time, because I couldn't exactly remember, I remembered him going back to that moment. Yeah. But I was thinking it was because there was a reset button and because he hit the reset button, it goes back. It undoes everything that the knife had done oh. for him or something like that. But it wasn't but, that. But in all the other ones that you were describing, you can only go back to the point of creation of the thing, not to the time you would have first encountered it. So you Correct. can only go so back as far does... as the knife exists. Pardon? So that me. so according to that, you would only be able to go back as far as the knife had existed. Yeah. Not as long as yeah. you've had encountered the knife. Right, right. No, no, no. And, and again, I'm not drawing a direct parallel to Primer and, and End of Eternity. I'm saying in a similar vein, I, that's what I thought was going to be. There was going to be some sort of escape clause introduced that when you do this incantation or whatever, it undoes everything that you ever did with the knife or something like that. That's I'm, I'm, I'm making all that up because I was grasping at straws going, why does he go back to that moment? As I was remembering it. And then when it happened, I went, oh, right. For no reason at all. He doesn't go back to the time that he first encountered the knife, right? Yeah, he does. That It was the fight with the guy and the guy dropped the knife and he picked it up. The guy guy that that she gave the knife to and said, protect the knife at all costs. Uh And then they bump into each other on the street. They scuffle. He drops the knife. Dastan picks up the knife. I thought he appears right at the moment that he's about to pick up the knife. That's where he went back to. And where was the guy? That I could have swore when he running off. Yeah. He, he just like ran. Could have swore when he appeared back. It was all the way back in Persia. Like he was back in the city and they were doing the celebrations. That's what it seemed like. They were doing the celebrations 
when they took over the city. Why the right. heck was his right? Uncle it was Blair. it was back. To, it was all the way back to the, the war invasion had of just the city. Ended. Yeah, the invasion of like, the city. Like because his brother and he or whatever scuffled with the guy his, in the street. Okay, his like servant or whether ran up and was like, "We won. We it did, did it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because he he had the scuffle with the guy and got the knife, and then the servant comes up and says, "We won." Blah blah blah. And then that's when the adventure begins. So in the end, he comes back to that point. So he somehow did something that took him back to right. That's my point is I thought that there was going to be some reason that that happened. Like I said, an escape clause, an incantation, a magical jewel you stick in the other end of the knife. I don't know. You know, like whatever to, yeah, to just make it because when it actually happened, I went, wait, what? Yeah. It just happens. Yeah. There's no explanation. Right. None whatsoever. Is this a uh, next thing here? Is this you, Corbin? This is mine. Okay. Because <laughs> they, yeah. My note says Corbin time travel focused. wasn't really used strategically, but I, I basically mean they didn't use it in the way I wanted. You would use it to use it. <laughs> <laughs> they were dumb when they used the knife. What do you mean? They didn't do it the way I would. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. I've listed yeah. out gotcha, gotcha. every time I can remember them using it, which is. Four times. Which is re- remarkably, yeah. criminally and few times. time travel movie. Yeah. Yeah. I might have missed some. If I did, y'all remind me. The first time he uses it was completely on accident. Yeah. Uh-huh. And knocks the knife out of play for the first, like, 45 minutes to an hour of the movie. Because oh, because he, oh, he, yeah. he uses the it. full minute. Right. And they can't fill it back up until right. way later in the movie. Or they could... Because she had a vial of she it did, on her yeah. necklace, but she concealed oh, that. Maybe part. it was a little sooner that they filled it back up than I remembered. No, no, no. It was a while. It, <laughs> it was, was a while. It was it a stretch. Like so I just love they, the first thing they do is establish that they can't use it anymore oh, until yeah. they fill it back up. Then I'm going to skip around the third time I think they used it. Oh, I was going to say this is not in It's not in order. order. Okay. Uh, I think the third time they used it was him stabbing himself. Okay. So he Which is uses kind of strategic, <laughs> kind of, kind of. But he uses it he as an example to his brother, and then his brother is immediately killed. Yeah, and it was all pointless. Right, and he's wasted and, all the and sand. And all the sand again. is gone. So <laughs> I didn't even think about that. So he couldn't even use it right then to go back yeah. and save his brother. Mm-hmm. So he killed. He saved himself. His brother saved him, but he couldn't well, save he his brother. Save no. Oh my brother. gosh. Mm. And then tragedy. Yeah. <laughs> the fourth time, it wasn't even really with the knife. Basically, they stab it directly into yeah. the thing so that they can go back infinitely. Or as your notes say, to Deus, Deus Ex Machina retcon the entire movie. Which is yeah. basically what happened. Right. They they just I I really would have thought they would have actually kept some of the characters dead, but instead he goes back to exactly the moment when yeah. none of the Nobody people are died. dead anymore. Mm. And Except they already killed all the people in the village yeah. or whatever. Well, <laughs> and then he, so <laughs> yeah, but he just stops. None, the entire none of the people we none of the, care about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All the main characters are still alive. That's yeah. right. He just goes like straight back to right before the um whole movie takes place. Yeah, basically and fixes Essential. everything, yeah. and also it's like completely on accident. That's what it feels like, because even we don't know what he did to go back to that moment. Right. It doesn't oh, yeah. seem like it was intentional at all. Yeah. Like he was surprised when he, he just kind of stopped it at yeah. a point. It somehow. Yeah. 
he pressed the button again. Like, so how do you stop it? What? The second time he used it, again, these are out of order, is the only time he used it strategically, which was to back up the fight with the snakes and beat all of them. And that's yeah. what it should have been the whole movie. Right. Mm -hmm. There there should have been a scene, one of, one of the uh, dozens of parkour scenes, uh -huh. should have featured him jumping and missing a ledge and falling nearly to his death, falling and like critically wounding himself and then using the thing to go back to the rooftop mid stride yeah. no, and adjust at the last second. You're forgetting true movie style where he stops and hovers right above the ground because he pressed Ooh. it literally seconds before. Oh, yes, that actually, of course. death and then <laughs> oh, flies yeah. back up to the roof. to his death, yeah. Which, that's like a mechanic of the game. Like, how come exactly. they didn't do that? Yeah. And that's what I'm saying is like, there was never a fight scene where, where he, he critically it. lost and just yeah. backed up three seconds. And, like, because you have a minute. So that that becomes a plot device. Just like it was a game mechanic. You have one minute. How do you use that minute? Yeah. And we could have explored all kinds of stuff, especially mm -hmm. with what is the central question of this, of this movie, guys? What is the central thematic question that this movie asks? Is destiny real? Yeah. Oh. And is there what, such thing as can't, fate? They can't give you a definitive answer. No, no, no. What I'm saying is use the knife to mess around with the question and mess around with the answer and the, the possible implications. So I'm getting ahead of myself here a little bit. So um, let's jump into, uh, oh, our, our, uh, our Patreon thing. So Noobs in the Hooping is brought to you by listeners like Victor, Jared, and James. If you find value in what we do, like they do, here's what you can do. Go to noobsinthehooping.com slash support. Find your favorite way of supporting your favorite podcast. Um, so um, I'm going to, I'm going to switch around here a little bit. Um, can we talk about destiny? Because yeah, that was, that was the, the central theme of the movie is, is there such thing as destiny or central fate? Theme. It felt, why did you put it in heavily? Uh, what's the shoehorned and to me, <sighs> like it opening and no, closing I, okay. with that monologue about I, destiny. I'm like, oh, yeah, really I don't for this one, aren't they? Well, no, 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 because they they talk about it. The two main characters talk about it. Dastan and yeah. and Princess, what's her name? What is that girl's name? I can't I think of her name. Cares. I don't know. <laughs> Princess. Princess Princess Whitewash. Well, was she the main, uh, <laughs> the main actress? Uh, yes, uh, or the only actress? Were there any other women in this movie? Yeah, I think there was like a harem that they burst into at one point. Oh, but yeah, other than that. um, they have a couple of conversations about this and her whole thing is it was my destiny to protect the knife and everyone is destined to this and destined to that and dastan come on bro to which i had a note his name is destiny wow but actually um i did find a note somewhere oh crap i found a note somewhere oh no i can't remember now um it's a it's like a it's a Persian word or close to a Persian word that means nothing like destiny. I can't oh, remember okay. that now. Um, sure. At any rate, um, they, they have they have conversations about it. And his take, Dastan's take, is I make my own fate. I make my yeah. own destiny, right? Um, fate and destiny are fairly synonymous. They chose to use destiny because destiny... Uh, uh, sounds more epic. Destiny sounds well, like what yeah. a hero has. Fate sounds more 
fatalistic. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it sounds too, sometimes can be negative, you know? Yeah. Um, as, as, um, George McFly once said, my density has popped me to you. Uh, it, destiny can be about love. It can be about heroics. It can be, you know, all these kinds of things. And he's saying, I make my own destiny. And in this movie, he like literally does. Yeah. Cause yeah. he can time travel. He can time travel. Like, how does and then, the protector of a time travel device believe, believe in, in destiny? destiny? Yeah. <sighs> I mean, there is a way to rationalize it, which is that time travel is factored in. It's part of destiny. destiny. Part of so destiny. you were meant to find the time knife and go back and change things? Yeah, whatever Dumb. is the final yeah. outcome of the time yeah, travel. Which is bizarre because we, we got, like, multiple universes and <laughs> all that bullcrap. That's what was destined. Where did you to go happen. just then? <laughs> and yeah, you did. I went into a theoretical time travel world and just <laughs> and just started <laughs> ramble. But yeah, I, so that's the thing is, I don't know that it felt shoehorned. Um, I think that the closing being one hundred percent identical to the opening, except as Trip said, now the sun is setting instead of rising. <laughs> yeah, which was which quite literally like the same shot reversed. In reverse. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and oh, and and thank you for using papyrus font uh, graphic oh, yeah. designer mm. for, for that. So uh, clever there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, what was it like? What was it? It was something about some relationships bind us through time through and it's time. echoes yeah. calling from the past that we call destiny or some crap like that. What? Like, <laughs> I was like, that's not, what? Huh? Um, Sounds like something my English teacher has written up on like a poster <laughs> on the wall. Right next to live, laugh, love. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I think that it wasn't shoehorned in, but it was definitely clumsy in the way it was handled. It, it was like, possibly the hey wrong guys, we message. Have to, well, yeah. <laughs> It was that I almost feel like in one of the meetings as they were pitching this movie or, or, you know, they've signed the deal and now they're writing the, the screenplay and somebody goes, guys, we got to like bring some substance to this video yeah. game movie that's going to be on <laughs> Disney+. Plus. I, I imagine all the writers just walked into the room and on a big whiteboard was Destiny, Destiny. Destiny. with triple Qu- underline. Question like. mark? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, it's a destiny, and then under it in parentheses, fate? Question mark. <laughs> Scratched out. No destiny. Nah, We're go with destiny. destiny. Um, yeah. So that's the thing. Um, yeah. One of the the notes. I don't even know if I wrote this or not. Um, I, I said, wait. First off, his name was Destiny. Second, how does a religious order, as Corbin said, based on the idea of time travel, believe in destiny? How does that work? Exactly. How do you say we have this yeah. magic substance, this magic device that, that allows, allows us to, to go make back our own fates? Yeah. But and, and, and the guy who uses it one oh. time says, figures it out and says, you can go back and change things and no one else will know. Which, yeah. by the way, is like, yeah, that's how time travel works. That, but I guess mm-hmm. if you're in like ancient Persia, you got to, you, you know, probably don't know that. Yeah. That's how things work. And yet you're going to say destiny. So I don't know, Corbin. I guess it's like you said. Um, as long as you factor in that destiny knows that time travel is a thing, and therefore it's you just, just what does destiny mean? If 
destiny knows what time travel is. Like I don't. I don't. I, well, remember in this movie, in in the universe of this movie, there are literal gods. There are gods who yeah. sent a sandstorm to kill all life. You know, but well, apparently even um, that wasn't destined because some little girl just told them, "Please don't." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, very scary gods. Could you, could you just like not? Not? Yeah, could you, you know, like, not? Please I kind of like this. I just, I just, that story was the kinda most. Kind of like, you know, like this is world. That, is I've that never not heard the crystallization of, of there is no destiny? <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I mean, that story was like the, the personification couldn't. of free will. Yeah. Like that even the, the gods, gods can destined us to. Unless you say that. that 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 young girl was destined to intervene, why? On why would the gods do that? Yeah, I don't know. I also <laughs> just—I've never heard a more made-up story oh, in yeah. a fictional work in my life. A little Did a, you, what? <laughs> a little child oh. walked out into the sandstorm and somehow spoke to the gods, like, "Please take me, spare the rest of humanity." It's like what? <laughs> Wait, oh, is that what she said? Yeah, I thought but it was. She just became the first protector. <laughs> no. Oh no! Well, the idea was her, somehow this child knew that the human race was being punished by the gods. Yeah, that it wasn't just her neighborhood, and <laughs> that it was yeah, the whole yeah. earth. Yeah, and offered herself up as a sacri- sa- sacrifice. What was that? What, what is she six? Like how is? She? Yeah, I was like, what? how do you understand any of this? <laughs> yeah. So they're handling. And, then, and they were like, Destiny yeah, was. give her like a special knife or something. <laughs> Hey kid, I, I got a job know. for you. <laughs> come come take this knife the world. <laughs> yeah, go be like protector of destiny and fate, and like here's a knife. That's a really good point. I'm just like thinking nine. It's like yeah, yeah I got a job for you, kid. Hang on. Okay, what was so they they were going to destroy the world because it was yeah. all evil, right? And then they like see this act of compassion. Mm-hmm. So they turned the storm into a magical time travel storm that they bottle up and then they give that selfless so child a knife of, that allows her to travel back in time. What is the train of thought here that led to yeah, that decision? So instead of yeah, destroying us all, not gonna do anything wrong instead of destroying us all, she, she gets time travel. Gets time travel. That is the logical next But step. if she takes advantage I, of it, then I do we love, get destroyed. Um, Myths like that, where it's like the most absurd, like Pandora's like, how box. How did you come up with this? Is hilarious. Yeah. yeah. When you actually read, like, Pandora's how did you box. even figure any of this yeah. out? We're going to take all of the evil of the world and stick it into this container. We're going to give it to you, Pandora. Don't open. Don't, it. don't open, open it. it. <laughs> don't get tempted or anything. Make sure that if you do, yeah. that you slam it shut. When only the good stuff is left inside, you know, it's like, okay, sure. And yeah, in this scenario, it's, so now we've ended up with time. Like, yes, what do do the sands that destroy the world, how does that produce time travel? Like, Because time stuff. (laughs) Time stuff. I don't know, sand. (laughs) Sand. Uh, Corbin, your section is, is that how that works? Uh, do Do you have anything in here for that? I mean, I guess we've kind of just covered that. Yeah. Kind of. Okay. But there wasn't anything in here about how, like, you know, they were eating pomegranates, but pomegranates didn't exist back then or anything pedantic that you want to point out or anything. No? What? (laughs) I don't know. That's the kind of stuff you normally do. Like, that's not how fruit works or something. I don't know. 
No feelings. This normally, week? normally I talk <laughs> about time travel in the time travel. Episode. No, you yeah. don't. You're like that's not how gravity and black holes are. Yeah, well, stuff like that. I mean, that has to do with oh, the time travel. We can though. talk about that. Oh, here freaking, it comes. Here it comes. Trap. The freaking trap. Oh yeah, the sand. What? How did that work? So she she steps on a button, and the oh, entire yeah. floor turns into the perfectly settled quicksand. That if a single rock falls on it, <laughs> the entire floor will just collapse. Out. Cascades, yes. Like and even forever, the stable part forever too. Bottom. They were pit. riding that sand for a long time. Oh yeah, a very long time. Even the stable part will begin to collapse. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I was like, because it's no longer being held up by the quicksand. Yeah. What? what? It wasn't even quicksand. It was just falling it was, sand. It was just sand. Like, where is that sliding sand going? Sand? By the way, what, like is- what? What do they think? is happening that the sand is like it's so perfectly weighted that if a pebble falls on it somehow <laughs> yeah. it, it like all shifts and then yeah. it's like cascading yeah. down haven't you ever played jenga same thing <laughs> but with a billion <laughs> billions trillion, of, billions of tons sand. of sand right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right so uh was it good first of all was it a good story and uh, we just kind of thumbs up thumbs down in the middle mm. corbin what do you think was it a good story in mm. Well, given as the lead character regrets <laughs> making it, yeah, but that, 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 in that, your that opinion, should not have un, anything unsullied to do with what you like by about the masses. It. What, what do you think? I was bored. I really you were bored. What? Oh, okay. I hate the ending because I felt like, at the very least, this was going to be a movie with the guts to kill off characters and keep yeah. them dead. Because like, every single person, it was a time travel movie. That only involved reversing time. You thought people were going to stay didn't dead? didn't use time travel for most of the movie, though. I, mean, I kind of thought sure. all of his brothers were going to be dead at the end, and he was going to be the king. <laughs> they oh, were, right. That's oh, what that I would thought actually, was going to happen. That almost would have made it better. I'm kind of surprised. That, yeah. I'm kind of surprised that he didn't go back, and, and then somehow, because of his future knowledge, he becomes king or something like that. I'm kind of surprised. I, I kind of thought he was going to go back far enough, that, and all of his brothers were going to be dead, and then he was going to marry the prince to like, I mean, the princess to like join the two places. Together. I just love that ah. they systematically kill every single one of his family members. Yeah. And then immediately oh, yeah. And then just it. went back on yeah, it. Yep. Sure. I mean, not immediately. Yep. It's at the end of the movie. Pretty, pretty much. But they but reverse so, yep. all of it. And I just can't get over the fact that it's like all the way back to before anything bad can yeah. happen, yeah. except yeah. for, of course, the destruction of the city, which was a bad thing because they everyone regretted the most it. unjust thing yeah. that happened yeah. in this film. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody Absolutely. was like, this should not have happened. I don't think we should have yeah, wh- wait, wait, done yeah. this. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't it go back to before he broke in and he goes, wait, guys, we're making a terrible mistake. I guess because the then uncle is evil. The yeah. The uncle is coming here to get a magical time knife. But you know <laughs> how easy it is to the world. circumvent he hadn't gotten the knife? Don't make that the rule. Because they just yeah. made that up. Well, in because that it wasn't moment. the rule anyway. He didn't even have the knife, yeah. as we said. Yeah. So, well, we that only means so hey, Corbin, was it a good story? Mez. <laughs> Meh. Thumbs middle. Thumbs middle. So if you steal I'm gonna, the knife, you just have it forever. That would be weird. I'm going to I'm going to go yeah like in in between uh because it's it's one that like I remember when it first came up um when it, when it first came up I was kind of like oh yeah I remember watching that movie mm-hmm. and I was like it was fine 
<laughs> it was okay. It'd be worth watching. I vaguely remembered it. I remembered uh, the ending. I definitely remembered. But uh, again, even some of the details I was fuzzy on. But I was just kind of like, I don't, it doesn't stand out in my memory mm-hmm. a whole lot. Your it's mom like, didn't even yep, remember having movie. seen it. Your mom didn't even, oh, I think yeah. even as we were watching it, she was like, I don't, nah, I don't even know what this is. Um, I think we saw it like when it was first available on like, I don't know, Redbox or whatever the crap we were watching it on back then. Um, Netflix DVD by mail or whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go midway. Trip, what about you? Yeah, I, I think I'm going to have to go with that too. Like, I don't know. I liked that we watched it. I just wouldn't watch it again, you know? Like, yeah. Movies like that. Yeah, like I, I probably wouldn't have times. watched it again if it weren't for this podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You weren't watching um, it with us. So was it a good time travel story? No. I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say it was a wasted, <sighs> a lot of wasted potential. It was a waste. Um, it was You, you introduced an amazing time travel mechanic and then don't utilize it. Like yeah. Corbin said, there's there's a million ways. That, that knife should have been used a lot more throughout this movie. Oh, yeah. It's almost like more. disappointing to come up with what could have been like a good plot device or like, and that's what I'm saying is in the context of the game, it's brilliant because you don't give yeah. someone unlimited time travel. Yeah. You make them use it wisely. So then yeah. that's easy to, that just opens up so many doors to, is this the moment that I use it? You watch someone yeah. that you love die. Do you use it now? Or do you have to save the last five seconds that you have to do the big thing at the end? Yeah. You know, like whatever it is, yeah. like there's so many routes you could go with it. And as you said, they used it four times. And like none of them were important. One of them was on the accident. last one. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. One of them was just discovering that it's even a thing in the first place. And again, maybe, maybe they couldn't because they didn't have enough budget to keep showing that yeah. <laughs> special thing. <laughs> Cause it was really cool and really well done. So I'm going to say, no, it was a good, it had the potential and it was all squandered. Yeah. For time definitely. travel. I, Everybody I agree. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. Um, listener input. Um, so a uh, couple of things about Christina. First of all, um, she considers herself a fan. I think we, I wow. think we said something, <coughs> we said something a few weeks ago. <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I said something about our fans and then, and then said, whoa, hang on. Uh, sorry. Have fans. Our listeners, fans might be a little presumptuous. So on November 24th, oh, nice. Christina commented on that episode saying she considers herself a fan and Facebook just told me. <laughs> so um, you have to like, nice. Facebook is so weird nowadays. The way it has you managing pages is not nearly as convenient as it used to be. So it used to be my phone would buzz and say so-and-so, uh, commented on your noobs in the Whovian post. And now I have to like log in and go to a special area to see any notifications that I ever get. Um, so I was in there the other day, uh, posting, like, you know, like our last episode or whatever it was and saw, Oh, you have a notification. You have a new comment. So I went and I clicked on it and it was from November 24th. What? And I'm like, what in the world? So uh, so at any rate, Christina considers herself a fan. So uh, we thank you. Yes. Um, Christina was also the one who requested Prince of Persia as a timey oh. wimey. Um, so we always do what our fans ask. Is yeah, the moral always. Of the story there. 100% of the time, we never, not, not our never listeners. sway our vote towards That's us. Right. Yeah, Not our listeners. J- just our fans, fans, though. Just the fans. Yeah. Just the fans. So we only listen to Jared, Christine, and Victor. That's right. and james if he's still listening oh yeah that guy too hey uh so the game plan we're continuing with our best of series with the best of nine we're going to be covering the empty child and the doctor dances which i think we announced that last week didn't we 
I think we, um, I think we announced yeah. it last time. Uh, so the empty child and the doctor dances. Go, go dig around in Amazon Prime and find that sucker. Or, uh, ooh, <gasps> oh no, I just realized that's all on HBO Max. Oh, so yeah. Thank goodness we still have HBO Max running. So. Uh, apologies to those of you who don't, um, or break out your DVDs if you got them. Hey, by the way, there's, um, maybe I should link up to this. Amazon has a great set of DVD collections where there's one collection that is the Eccleston tenant years. For some reason, Eccleston didn't get his own. And then there's the Matt Smith years. And then there's the Capaldi years or collection or whatever. Um, and they are really well done for the price. I think they're DVD. I don't even think they're Blu-ray. Um, but there's like all the behind the scenes stuff and all the, you know, the, the webisodes and all that fun stuff is all included for like a really reasonable price. And they're like a matching set. So I can't wait for uh, Whitaker's to come out, um, you know, seven years from now or whatever. <laughs> um, then after The Empty Child and The Doctor Dances, we're headed back to our classic Who Master Plan covering The Five Doctors, which I am, oh, I'm so excited about this one. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to this one. I love. I like we, we've talked about this a lot, and we, we have, have a lot of references we from have. the Five Doctors. And if you'll recall, it is called it is the Five Doctors in name only. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. memory serves, uh, t- for whatever reason, Tom Baker didn't actually return for this one. So he's they like reused footage of him. Oh, what? to explain why he's not there. <laughs> He's like, he's trapped somewhere, if I if I remember correctly. And then by this time, William Hartnell was was dead. He had passed. So this is the this is the one where you have the first doctor played by a different actor. Oh yeah. So that's why there's like, I don't know, like three that have portrayed uh uh the first doctor, uh when you include um uh the guy that did it recently, you know. What? So that's thirteen doctors and like a quarter of them have played the first doctor <laughs> yeah <laughs> um actually somewhere there's there's a list of like everyone who's ever portrayed the first doctor and it includes like a kid because of i think because remember the episode where clara was under his bed you remember that oh yeah uh, listen yeah. i think yeah. was it where she grabbed his ankle or whatever and so there's a was kid the first doctor because now Presum- we don't know. Pre- no, that was still that. We're pretty sure that was the first doctor. I guess. Pretty sure. Uh, pretty but sure. as you pretty said, sure. we don't know anymore. Who knows? Who knows anything anymore? So, guys, um, that's that's where we're headed. And then um, after the five doctors. Oh, after the five doctors. Guess what day it is? Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. Uh, that'll be when we cover Groundhog Day on Groundhog Day. We actually set it up so yeah. you can watch it on Groundhog's Day, and then that Sunday our uh, our episode will release. So, guys, until then, remember that Noobs in the Whovian is a production of Master Closet Studios, where it's always smaller on the inside. Your senior producer is me, Austin Reason. Your audio engineer is that one. I'm Trip. The production editor is this one. I'm Corbin. And special thanks to TARDIS.Fandom.com. No, not this week. Thanks to uh, <laughs> Jared, Victor, and James for their ongoing Patreon support. You can find us over at noobsinthehoovian.com where you can find all of the links to all of our things and where you can uh, support us, subscribe, share us with a friend, not because we're a great show, but because we watch one. As always, my name is Austin. I'm the Hoovian. These are my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And we're the news. And until next time, be safe if you can be, but if you can't be, have a time knife that allows you to travel back 60 seconds. So that you can be. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whip.
Are you going? Yep. All right. Live from Master Closet Studios. Trip sounds better now. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was that not was trip. Me, by the way, <laughs> which, by the way, I thought they I already thought did we that. already did that. I did too. So what happened? I don't I know. Don't. Maybe we don't remember those movies very well because they weren't very good. I definitely thought they turned into humans at one point. Because the Invisible Man, you could definitely see him at one point. Because I remember their scene, he was like, you're naked. And he was like, only yeah. had glasses on. That's why I was confused when I was seeing trailers. I was like, am I seeing a trailer for a movie? Yeah. It's like, like an we, old trailer? What's happening? Like so. We definitely did this movie before. Yeah. I so let's real quick, let's, let's end the sound check here. And then add this to bloopers with zero context. Yeah, because <laughs> we haven't mentioned what we're talking yes, about exactly. yet. Exactly. So if you're still listening, bonus points if you can email us with the name of the movie we're talking about. Yeah.